Okay, so this is podcast episode number one. I'm literally sitting in my car at the park <laughs> with my phone. Uh, I have a podcast mic at, at my house that I I bought a year ago, which is how long I have been wanting to start a podcast and just haven't. And I haven't even figured out the mic. So here we are just sitting in my car talking. But the thing is, this is on my heart. And even if I don't even publish this, I feel like I have at least have to talk about it, get it out. I'll feel a whole lot better. And what I want to talk about right now is the whole, you know, cliche thing that's all about finding yourself. Um, I feel like at this point, that's kind of an overused term, at least for me, every time I hear it, it like drives me nuts. (laughs) I'm like, what does that even mean? Finding finding myself like I am me what do I need to find I'm right here (laughs) but at the same time I've always felt this strong urge to do just that but I've always been in my head like but what does that mean like why do I feel like I want to find myself but at the same time I don't understand how or what what that's supposed to mean and so this year um little fun fact I you know at the beginning beginning of this year I um got divorced after a 13 year long marriage. And this isn't, you know, I'm not wanting to talk about my divorce in any way. Um, this is just what finally opened my eyes over the past year, uh, to understand what finding myself actually means. So I was married for 13 years. I got married when I was 18 or I'm sorry, I was married for 11 years. We were together for 13. I got married at 18. I'm 21, 29. Now I turned 30, um, in just a few weeks, which is weird. Um, so definitely, definitely need to be finding myself at this point. Right. Um, so yeah, so got divorced and that really started like the avalanche for me to explore who I am because something that I didn't realize is when you're with somebody since you were 16 years old all the way up until your 30s you end up giving all of who you are to somebody else and you kind of mesh with that person and eventually you lose sight of the essence of who you are because you know your teenage years and then especially your 20s are all the years where you should be exploring who you are and what i mean mean by that what what it means who you are is what do you like what do you what lights you up inside what do you enjoy what do you want out of your life like where do you want to be in the next 5 years but if you're with somebody for that long and especially in a committed relationship really early on then i feel like those parts of you just kind of get buried underneath um you know what you want out of the other person or how you want to please that other person and here's the thing so when i got divorced this year i realized once I stepped into singleness, it was just me. And at first it was like, oh, this is fun. This is exciting. And then after a while I was like, this is really anxiety ridden because I realized, you know, there are things that I didn't know about myself. What do I want out of my life? What do I want in another person? That was something I never thought to even ask myself because I was already with somebody. Like what, what kind of partner do I actually want in my life? And let me just throw this little tidbit out there to anybody who is single. One of the things that you need to realize 
when you are finding a partner, this is something that you need to ask yourself. Whoever you're dating, does this person not only let me be myself comfortably, like not only should I be comfortable to be myself around this person, but this person should be um, accentuating. Is that a word? Did I just accentuate? Why does that word sound so weird to me right now? But does, does this person make me more of who I am? Um, you know, do they bring out the best qualities in me? That is the kind of person that you want. But the thing is, you're not going to be able to know that in somebody or if somebody's able to give that to you, if you don't actually know who you are in the first place. And that's something that I really, who I really realized this year, you know, I've secretly been dating around just a little bit. I haven't really talked to anybody about it or like, you know, not that that needs to be broadcasted. But I have, and that's been a journey all on itself because um, while I've been dating and even showing up on social media, I've had anxiety where I'm like, what if this person doesn't like this part of me? Or like I do something that feels natural to me or I post something that's just something that I would normally post. And then I get in my head and I'm like, oh, is that weird? Is this person that I've been talking to, are they going to, are they going to run away now? Because I just showed a part of myself that they might not like. Okay. Well, here's another little bonus for you. Um, if that person doesn't like it, then they can go find somebody else. Because if you, again, if you're not able to be what feels natural to you, then you're going to feel uncomfortable the entire time you're in that relationship with them. It doesn't matter if it's just in the beginning, you know, you need to be who you are straight up front right away. So they know if they like you because they like you and not because you're showing them somebody that you think that they'll like, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so here's what I've realized in the whole finding yourself process, finding yourself, figuring out who you are. Well, let me just take it back a step further, how we lose ourselves in the first place. Y'all, we lose ourselves when you think about it from the very beginning because we spend more time with other people than we do with ourselves. And that begins to shape um, us. So, you know, in the beginning, you're with your parents and then you're with your friends and then you're with your coworkers and then you're with your partner. And we're always with somebody. And now, good gracious, with social media, you know, we don't have to be with somebody physically for them to um, change the way that we, we think or what we want. We have it right at our fingertips. We're on our phones all day, every day being influenced by whatever is trending right now. And that does a whole lot to your brain. And I mean, you might even have like some weird thought where, you know, Sally back in the fifth grade didn't like your white shoes. And so now you never wear white shoes, even though you would love to wear white shoes because they would go with this outfit or whatever, but Sally didn't like it back in the fifth grade. And so that stuck with you and you've been scared to wear white shoes ever since, even though that is totally a part of who you are. And I mean, that goes with anything with, with any friends that you've had with what, whatever your parents made you believe when you were growing up with whatever, uh, boyfriend or girlfriend you had back in high school and what they liked. And, you know, over time, these things shape us and they shape who we are. And eventually, you know, like I'm 29, I've been on this earth for 29 years. And so I have 29 years of influence by other people. And how often do we stop to actually think, okay, but what do 
what do I like? We focus so much on what's going to be accepted by other people um, that we forget that we're actually going to be our happiest if we just like what the crap we like, you know? And it goes down to even what you do, your hobbies, your job. You know, maybe you want to actually own your own business, but you're too scared because, you know, you, you live in a family full of doctors and lawyers or something and, and they believe in the nine to five and, and uh, work in, you know, in that way and not working for yourself because it's not going to work out. You know, maybe you're too scared to do that because of what your family is going to think. Anyway. So I've really been on this journey this year, like I said, after being divorced and and really being on my own. I have so much alone time, it's not even funny. And now I love it. I love being alone. I journal all the time. I highly recommend you journaling, but that's another topic for another another time. Um, but if you're stuck on figuring out who you are, the first thing I recommend is to get alone. Be alone either in complete silence or put on some music again that you like, probably something slow, get a journal out and just think about different little things. Start with the little things. What's my favorite color? Not because my mom's like this color, not because my boyfriend likes this color. What is my favorite color? What do I like to eat? What's my favorite meal? And then go even deeper and ask yourselves or ask yourself what lights me up inside? What is it that gives me butterflies? Not a person, but something. If I think about it, it excites me. Maybe it's giving a homeless person a hamburger that gives you butterflies or one day owning 57 chickens. (laughs) That's one of my dreams. Uh, you know, if you think about it, like, does that turn your stomach in a good way? Um, maybe like I said earlier, owning your own business, maybe it's going to Disney world once a year, you know, think about what actually excites you as a person and write those things down. Anything that comes to mind, write it down and go deeper and deeper and deeper. And then practice that every single day. If you are thinking about something and it gives you butterflies, just randomly out of the blue, write that down. Don't lose, don't lose that because I think that's the other thing. Something might give us butterflies and we instantly squash it because we've got so much going on and we're rushing here, we're rushing there. We got to get to our job or so-and-so thinks it's weird, um, you know, so we don't, we don't give it a lot of attention. And then that over time is also how we lose who we are because we don't focus on the things that we actually love because we're so focused on everything else and then eventually we get to this point where we're like wow life is short life has passed me by so so quickly did life pass you by quickly or have you been paying attention to all the wrong things this entire time have you been paying attention to the things that didn't light you up and that's something that I would like to talk about one day too is how I feel like every single one of us has something inside of us, some kind of purpose um, that we lose sight of again because the first step that we miss is because we have lost sight of who we are. If we don't know who we are, then we can't find out what our purpose is. Wrapping this up, the whole way that I got into thinking about this is because I have entered singleness and I've entered the dating world and I've had to figure out, well, first of all, 
I've gone through so much anxiety where I'm like dating people and I'm like, oh, Alex, don't be weird. Don't be yourself too much in the beginning because you're going to scare them away. What if this person doesn't like me? Or, you know, whenever somebody starts pulling away, then I get anxious and I'm like, what did I do wrong? Did I, is it something that I said? Is it something that I did? Which there's something in my teeth? You know, there's, it's got to be me. It's got to be me. And eventually I had to reframe my mind into thinking, okay, but do I like this person? Do I like this person? Well, I can't answer that if I don't know what I want in somebody. And I can't figure out what I want in somebody if I can't figure out who I am. You know, because I have to, I've got to know who I am to find somebody that's aligned with me and my values and what I want. And again, that goes down to finding who I am. So I feel like singleness this year has really been the biggest blessing because I have really stepped into finding who I am and losing the anxiety of what people think of me. Because when it comes to dating, uh, personally, you know, I don't want to settle for somebody that likes me because I hid who I am because I was scared to show them who I am. And so they like a made up version of myself or a watered down version of myself. And then I spend the next year or two years, however long the relationship month uncomfortable because I'm not being myself. Cause I don't want to live that way. I want to live fully myself and I want that person to live fully themselves. And I want us to be ourselves together. And I want us to bring out the best parts of each other. And I want us to grow together. But again, can't do that if I don't first at least know who I am and not just know who I am but be confident in it and love it love that person so anyway that's all I've got for you for now my first episode there's literally no intro there's nothing who knows if I'll make another episode I'm not really sure um but I had to at least say all this um to get it out because it's something that I've been thinking heavily about and I hope that it helps at least one person that's really my goal with anything I do anymore so You have a good day.